Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA, 710. Dave Denholm with you. It's brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. Watch all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings. They are big fans of the show and of the beautiful game, and we appreciate that. What I don't appreciate here on 710, ESPN LA, 710, is the fact that I every week have to come on here and call out Someone in the world of football, someone in soccer, because no one else will do it. Uh, It's my cross to bear, but I got to do it again on this show. Episode 17 of Soccer Weekly. And I'm calling out someone who must step up for my L.A. Galaxy. And it's Steven Gerrard. Yes, that's Steven Gerrard, the great from Liverpool. Now, I know he's hurt. Can't look. You sign someone who's thirty six, going on forty, they're going to get hurt. I get that. Some minor injuries he's had. He's got a little hamstring issue right now. Not going to keep him out for too much longer. Hopefully, still questionable for the game against Seattle. Hopefully, I understand injuries. That's part of the game, and especially when you sign someone older. Fine, I get that. I'm not ripping on him for injuries. He's a mid thirties player, thirty six years old. Here's why I'm step. I'm calling on uh, Steven Gerrard. He's got to step up. This team is in need of direction. They're in need of somebody to grab this team by the scruff of the neck. And look, we saw Landon. We'll talk a little bit more about Landon Donovan. He certainly will help, but it's not his team anymore. Robbie Keane's been injured and out with the, the Irish national team. It's not his team anymore this season. It's not. And it's not Steven Gerrard's. Steven Gerrard has to step up. I want to see this guy want to win. I saw it with David Beckham once he got settled in with all that lone mess early. Kind of caused him some problems. Remember that? And then David Beckham decided, I'm going to win. And he dragged the LA Galaxy along with him at times. He and Landon Donovan. And they became champions. Now, Steven Gerrard was only here for half a season last year. Didn't go that well. Now, he played fine. But it, I, I gave him a pass. It was a half a season, right? And it was a bit of a mess of a year. There's no more excuses, dude. Get healthy, get on the pitch, and lead this team to wins and victories in the playoffs and a championship. That's it. You have millions of reasons a year why you have to do this, Steven Gerrard. And I know he's listening. And I know the rest of the galaxy is listening. They do. That's fine. I'm calling him out. Somebody has to do it. Look, we saw Frank Lampard struggling early, right? It looked like, boy, this signing for NYCFC is just going down the toilet. It's never going to. All of a sudden, Frank Lampard started feeling the pressure. He was injured a lot early. Everybody calling him out, saying he was done. This is the worst signing in MLS history. Yeah, and then Frank Lampard went on a tear. Now he's injured again. Old man, not blaming him for injuries. But Frank Lampard had some fire in his belly and started scoring goals, goal after goal after goal. Earlier in the year, Steven Gerrard was playing fine. Three goals, 11 assists in 19 games. Not bad. It's not about that. I know Steven Gerrard is good at soccer. We've all seen it over his whole career. I don't know that he's good at winning. I'm not buying that yet. He won nothing with Liverpool, really. 
Not really. Okay, there was that pesky little, <laughs> that one little, he never won the premiership. Let's say that before you go Wikipedia. I know. He had that one little, uh, that little craziness. That Champions League. I get it. He didn't win a premiership. He didn't win a league title. And that's what I'm I'm worried about here, right? Okay, we've already flamed out of the uh, Open Cup. I get it. Steven Gerrard's not that fired up about the U.S. Open Cup, potentially. I understand. But it's time for him to really take this team by the scruff of the neck. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. You're wrong, but you can disagree. You can hit me up on Twitter if you want to discuss it, at Talk Soccer, which is where we discuss everything on this show, Right? And I'm get I'm already getting tweets flying in. I get that. At Talk Soccer, your thoughts on Steven Gerrard. He has got to step up millions of reasons a year, Steven, where you have to win an MLS Cup. We already flamed out of the U.S. Open Cup. We may or may not win. You know, we're in line for the possibility of sneaking into the uh, supporter shield. Still a long way to go, but we do have two heads-up matches with Dallas. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up here on Soccer Weekly, but... I have got to see this guy go out and really grab games. And I haven't seen it yet with him at the Galaxy. Not to say he's played bad. He hasn't. That would be foolish. He's played fine. Some games he's played brilliantly. He just has to be that force. And then Muse tweeting in. Says, you want to see a 36-year-old who's been playing in MLS for a check make winning for a Galaxy a priority? He could care less for winning for winning MLS or could care less about winning MLS. You're killing me, Smalls. I'm not wrong. Because <laughs> he, he said smells, but he means Smalls from the movie. I get it. Stupid autocorrect. I get it. I understand. I don't buy that. You're a professional. You make millions. I understand he's here, uh, you know, to relax. I don't want to hear that. And I don't buy it. And I'm going to criticize him if he doesn't win. Sorry, Steven, you're not getting a free pass. You might have thought it was a holiday. Come get a big paycheck and, you know, act like you uh, wanted it. I got to see more. And we all ought to be calling him out and demanding more out of Steven Gerrard. That's it. I'm demanding it. I want I want this guy winning a title here. And not just riding off into the sunset as some dude. You know what his legacy is now for the LA Galaxy? He doesn't have one. His legacy is nothing. As it stands right now, when Steven Gerrard goes away, if it's you know th- after this season, I won't remember the dude played here in about five years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Steven Gerrard, that's right. That's it. That's what I'll remember out of Steven Gerrard. Oh, yeah, that's right. He played here a while back, didn't he? Unless he wins. He's got to do that. He has to get to be victorious and bring home a cup. That's it. Now he's getting some more help from Landon Donovan, right? Landon Donovan, within seconds of coming on versus Sporting Kansas City on the weekend. You saw it. I know you did. Scored a beautiful goal. Mario, our fearless producer, rushed in here earlier talking about it. And he was dead on. Robbie Rogers with a great setup. Didn't make the cross in. Instead, he reads that Landon's making this run. And Donovan did what Donovan always did. He left his defender in the dust. 
not because Landon Donovan's so much faster anymore. That's not the case like he used to be. Remember when Landon Donovan would just start running and no one could keep up with him after about 30 yards, right? 20, 30 yards. Not anymore. But what Landon Donovan did to leave his defender in the dust is read the play perfectly. Utterly perfect. He read the play along the sidelines. You remember it. You saw it. And if you didn't, go watch the highlight. He read the play perfectly and beat everybody to the spot. Robbie Rogers read it, read Donovan's run, bam, into the back of the net with a left foot. Oh, and the left foot. Oh, man. If you don't know Landon Donovan and you're driving around because you're listening to me because you love good sports talk, which is fine. You don't have to love soccer. You just love good radio. You found the right place. If you don't know Landon Donovan, he's predominantly right-footed. But unlike most soccer players, he's also very good with the left. And, man, he proved it once again, burying it. Still got to be some caution about it. He's only playing 10 minutes a game, roughly. We got time here. Landon was on with uh, Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick's show. And he talked about a return to the U.S. men's national team. And basically, I'm paraphrasing, he said he'd consider it, but it's still a long way off. Yeah, let's not get crazy. Still got some... uh, work to do and Landon knows that which is good but boy what a run and what a goal just brilliant to tie that game another draw for the galaxy good gosh I mean seriously another draw I get it but come on it's ridiculous let's start winning these games got a tweet in uh, hit me up at talk soccer like hello doe la or d uh, do la I guess or doula. <laughs> I don't know. Tweets in says, takes more than one or two players to win a cup. Come on now. Yeah, I understand that. But it takes a, a guy who makes several million dollars a year to step up to be one of them, doesn't it? Why am I demanding a lot out of Baggio Husinich when I have Steven Gerrard on the team? That's what I'm talking about. So I don't agree with that. Yeah, it takes more than It's a team sport. I get it. But you know what? Steven Gerrard did not come over here and say, hey, you know, I'll just take the average team salary to come over. It's a team sport, and I just want to blend in and chill out a little bit and go to the beach and make sure my family isn't recognized everywhere. All perfectly reasonable, but then, you know, you get this, you get a lot of zeros after the the uh, number, the first number, Steven. You got uh, seven digits on your paycheck every year. You better perform. You better step up and be the guy. To whom much is given, much is expected, right? Much is required. No excuses. Do the job. Hey, a great story in the uh, uh, Portuguese press. And I found it on Twitter from a guy, Christian Heneage. And it's uh, at K-H-E-N-E-A-G-E. Follow him there, Christian Heneage. And Christian, he uh, linked to a story in the Portuguese press. And you can find it there. I don't know what, I apologize, I don't know the newspaper there. If somebody does, or, you know, whatever. Oh, he said it's due L.A. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Hashtag you're killing me, Smalls, is working for the show on Twitter. And you can hit me up at Talk Soccer, remember. But it's story on Benfica in the Portuguese press. Talking about the 10-year anniversary of a new training center. Google it, whatever. Find the uh, the appropriate article there. Or go to his Twitter and get the link. Kristen Hennage. And it talks about how Benfica, 
started this uh, a new training center, built a new training center for young players about 10 years ago, and they've already sold off over 100 million euro worth of player. Now, you might think, well, 100 million euro, the Paul Pogba. With... No, we're talking about kids, essentially, that they've sold off when they sold them. Not, and I don't mean 12-year-olds. I mean young professional soccer players, youthful, but not, you know, not 12, but not 28 either. Among them, Andres Gomes, Bernardo Silva, Renato Sanchez, Joao Cancelo, Ivan Cavallero, all of them essentially totaling up to over some hundred million euro. And it got me thinking. And I'm going to tell you what what kind of, not revelation, but where I'm going with this coming up in the second half of Soccer Weekly. The story on Benfica was so interesting to me, and I'll tie it back to MLS and the U.S. national team, and everybody here, you included, in the United States. It's Soccer Weekly, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. Watch all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA. Soccer Weekly, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. Watch all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings. We have the greatest radio listening audience for this show, the greatest fans. But that doesn't mean I agree with you all the time, right? Sometimes i got to look at you and go, you're nuts. You're absolutely nuts. But you can hit me up on Twitter with your thoughts, at Talk Soccer. What do I care? We're going back to what we've been talking about previously for a moment. Steven Gerrard, I'm telling you he has to step up for my L.A. Galaxy. There's no legacy here with him. He's got to win. What do I care what he did at Liverpool? That's not my team. I don't give two rips what Steven Gerrard did at Liverpool winning a, 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 a Champions League. And a league cup or what? What do I care? What's he done for my LA Galaxy? We're paying the freight right now. Yeah, but Dan Homie won a chance. What do I? Who? What does that mean for me right now? He is a player that puts on the LA Galaxy jersey when he's not hurt. And again, not ripping him for injuries. People get hurt. Can't be helped. He wasn't injured while not playing. He's injured playing. That's all part of the game. What do I care what he did at Liverpool other than to say, hey, what a great player. No question. That's why we want to bring him over here. Now win for us. That's all that matters. Now the story on Benfica. And again, uh, Kristen Henniage on Twitter is where I found the link. He had kind of linked to it. Talking about Benfica and their 100 million plus euro sales over the last few years because of this uh, training center for young players. And Portugal is just Benfica, Porto, they all do that. They develop young kids, sell them off when they're, you know, teenagers, late teens, early 20s, good pros. Andre Gomes, Bernardo Silva, Renato Sanchez, among them, right, at Benfica. Great article. But the question I have to say is, why not here? And I've been thinking about this for a while now. Why not here? Now there are plenty of answers we can all come up with. You can follow, you know feel free to rip them off at uh, Twitter on Twitter at Talk Soccer. Throw them at me. Why not here? It's been twenty plus years of MLS and development of young players, right? I know they were a little behind with the academies. I get that, but we've been playing soccer in this nation for forty plus years in terms of massive numbers. Even when I was a kid, we were playing the game. MLS, a while back, one of the factors is they decided they didn't want to be a selling league, right? You remember that? If you're a fan of a, for a long time of MLS, they essentially 
said, we don't want to be a selling league. We don't want to be known for that. We want to be a buying league or a league that's at least looked at not as a selling league. Here's the problem, MLS. You can do both. And you should be doing both. That's It's not a one or the other anymore. We've been here 20 plus years. I know MLS is developing some good young players. I get that. But Benfica, we're talking about world-class players pouring out of one team in Portugal. Put it in perspective. How big is Portugal as a nation? Now, in terms of this generation, we've been playing soccer for 40 years. I know they've been doing it for a lot longer. I get that. But how long is too long before you should be caught up here? MLS can be a selling league and a buy. I mean, it doesn't. there's not one or the other. And I don't understand why some teams are not absolutely, you can forget about going after some 34-year-old, hint, hint, and paying big money. Take that money and go get the 15 or 20 best youth coaches in Portugal or England or Germany. Portugal is a population of barely what 11 million people. We got 300 million people. We got more kids playing soccer than Portugal has living, breathing human beings. We probably have more kids starting to play soccer every year than Portugal has living, breathing human beings. What are we doing? Go raid the best coaches. We don't need players. We'll get. We'll, we'll develop players. We got nothing but kids kicking a soccer ball in this country. Our youth coaching must be a sham. And I know that's a generalization. Oh, here we go. Oh, we have one good coach here that's really good. Yes, I get it. He or she is the exception that proves the point. We should be pouring out great players who teams are willing to spend big money for. Absolutely pouring them out of our system. What are we doing? A ha- One here, one there. It's unacceptable anymore. We've been at this too long. The problem with it is, and I've talked about it for years, is the United States soccer became big business before we were any good. And that's still the problem. It's big business, and that's all that matters. Everybody wants to keep their jobs, and everybody wants to hang on to their piece of the pie. It's like politics. It really is. There's no difference. But that is a major issue. We should be pouring players out that can be bought or sold for millions of dollars. Millions. Keep tweeting. At Talk Soccer. We've got some great tweets coming in about Gerard and the comments and questions. Someone wants more than 30 minutes of this show. Thank you, Jonathan. You uh, you know, just hang tight, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Robert, isn't the thinking from the LA Galaxy brass that Stevie G will bring the U.S. Liverpool fans to the game? Not my opinion, but MLS headquarters? No. I mean, yeah, on some level he'll bring people to the game, Robert. you got to win. That stuff is it's played out. Time now for one of my favorites, Mario. It's the Toluca Pachuca update. 
What a week! Oh, for my two favorite Liga MX sides. Don't look now. What in the world's going on with my Toluca? Unbeaten in what, seven in Liga MX? Two wins on the week? Beating Chivas, the dreaded Goats, 2-1 on Saturday. I watched that game. Oh, right from the jump. They were on it. Toluca was on it. Pablo Barrientos with a goal in each game. They got a 1-0 win at Cruz Azul yesterday on Tuesday. Beautiful. Great performances. Not good. Great. They're playing so much better. They're now fourth in the Apertura. But who's sitting just ahead of them? Hey, how about Pachuca in third? They drew Saturday with Tijuana 2-2. And then won at Morelia 5-0-1. A crushing uh, win. Irving Lozano again. Two more goals for Lozano. Good gracious. He, all he does is score for Pachuca. I love these two teams. I got a good feeling about the rest of this Apertura. It's looking so much better for the, the team in red, my Toluca. Great week for my uh, Toluca-Pachuca update. Had to get to it. That was awesome. Absolutely fantastic watching that. Hey, uh, let me tell you. It has been a magnificent magnificent show already. And again, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. A great sponsor, Wings Beer Sports. Watch all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's been so much fun getting to all the uh, the, the tweets that are flying in. Keep them coming at Talk Soccer. We can, re- we can re- interact there. But Mario, you know what time it is, brother. Stoppage time. It is stoppage time, my favorite time of the year. MLSsoccer.com, the website for the league, had a story on Landon Donovan's uh, game at Sporting Casey. Remember, he came in late, scored within seconds. He was hearing it from the Sporting Kansas City fans, Sporting KC fans on Sunday. They were chanting at him, Mario, A-A-R-P, you know, for the, of course, the uh, retired people, American Association or whatever, for retired people. That's funny. It's funny. But... My word of caution to Sporting KC fans and all of MLS. You should be chanting G-O-A-T, baby, when it comes to Landon Donovan in the world of Major League Soccer. And I will leave it at that. This has been Soccer Weekly. I'm Dave Donholm. It's, again, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. Watch all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings. ESPN LA Rewind with Jeff Biggs next here on ESPN LA.